0: Stocker giant stalker dragon stalker crip stalker demon stalker rift stalker gron stalker grip stalker stalker wind runner I'm a pony lead skill hunter a death dealer a life stealers that's just the cost of awesome song. Welcome to episode two hundred and thirty three of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Root from the Brewhall and the Brewhall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter.
1: And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter.
0: All right. Today is Sunday, February the 7th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on Twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. So we're actually going to... I think for the first time ever, we, I think we are going to definitely have a one hour, a 60 minute show. So, so we're told. So <laughs> we'll, 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 move quickly. Um, one announcement. I was, uh, digging, looking at the WHU, uh, Facebook page and it looks like they're trying to organize an all hunter raid. They're going to be doing heroic high mall and it's currently scheduled for Saturday, February the 13th. Uh, you'll need a 700 or greater eye level. And that's going to be from 8 PM Eastern to midnight. Uh, you can check out the WHU Facebook page for more information. The, uh, they do have a sign up list on Open Raid, and I'll post that link in the show notes, of course. But for those listening now, it, it's going to be HTTP. Let's see. It's openraid.us slash R slash 286176. That is the URL. If you want to go check it out and sign up and participate. I mean, I'll see if I can do it. I don't, I don't know if I'll be available t- to do it, but I'm, it's, it's nice to see that the, uh, Someone has taken the initiative here, and are going to try and do the uh, all all hunter raids, and you know things are seem, feel like they're wrapping up for Warlords of Draenor. So it's now it's it's a good time to to try those things. So I wish wish those guys good luck, and can't wait to hear how that goes. Are you guys going to think about participating at all, or
1: just wish everybody the best?
2: Yeah, I'm raiding that night. So
1: yeah, I think I might be busy, but we'll see.
2: It sounds fun. We yeah. haven't done any this expansion, so I'd like to get into it soon.
0: No, no, there's no, nothing since uh the, the Mists of Pandaria raids. Uh, that I think Artemis was the one instrumental in, in helping to to organize that, as a matter of fact. So so it's good to see uh folks giving that a try. And I don't know if there's been any all whatever, like druid raids or any I don't think any of the other classes have have, have attempted to do that type of content yet for Willard of Dranar, so this will probably be the be the first of its kind for for this expansion, which is exciting. Cool. So I don't know. I guess let's. I want to talk about um, number of things. Obviously, the the alpha is is back, and I believe delirium. Congratulations! I think you're now in the alpha. Is that correct? Along with yeah, oh, good. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm working on it. You know, like I said, I did get my uh, our guild finally killed Arch- our uh heroics. So I got my moose mount. So there's really nothing left for me to do. In Warlord to right now, so I, I've got plenty of time looking ready to go ahead and check out all the changes in Legion. So just yeah, checking my uh launcher every day, <laughs> but uh, but it is still an alpha. I mean, it feels like it's it's moving. Do you feel like it's moving slow or kind of moving at the same pace that Warlord to went?
2: Yeah, I didn't get into WAD until it was beta. I don't know what the officially happens between an alpha and a beta, but. So it was you know we were already at max level testing by the time I got in, which was what I want to test, so I'm not as in you know the leveling it's fun, it's interesting, but I'm mostly just hankering to get into max level content and uh basically sit in chat wrath and hit some training dummies,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's going a little slower, and I think part of the reason is because of the holiday break they had Because um, when you look at warlords, I think from when alpha first came out until release it was somewhere in between five and six months Mm -hmm. and i mean alpha has already been out for two months and it's not even beta yet so and like all the specs aren't unlocked yet all the zones aren't unlocked so i mean i think it'll be a a bit longer than warlords the whole process
0: yeah, it it, it it looks like that too. I said obviously, you know, they did shut it down for a period of time over the holidays back in December, and it took a while for for them to get it back up. It wasn't like as soon as the holidays were over, like right after the New Year's, they brought it back up. It was it hasn't been back that long, so I kind of feel the same way, which is which is interesting because I sort of felt like part of the reason why Warlords of Draenor felt like it took so long was because of the garrisons and all the assets and things they had to put together that 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 just seemed as well as the character models and everything they had to work on that just seemed like there were some um features in there that really required a lot of work on art and animation which my understanding is that seems to be what can take a long time to to kind of polish and finish and what, yeah though they set, seem to
1: have that covered now because i think the art is like it's there's a lot of like the zones are pretty they look finished to me and i mean there's all those yeah, art zones that are open yeah, well, I think even the other ones people have gotten in there and they're pretty much done. I mean, there's still. Know if you like,
2: looked at Suriname much? Is that the name? The big city?
1: Yeah. But it's you
2: know it's just uh, plain mesh,
1: un- untextured. Yeah.
2: Yeah, untextured—that's the term. But it looks amazing.
1: I'm But I think a lot of the reason there? is that it's taken so long is because they're redesigning so many specs right. and artifacts and all that stuff.
2: Right. Yeah, and a special quest for quest line for each uh, spec.
1: Yeah, they got to make what? How many specs are there? Like thirty-six, or something like that. So they good. got yeah. They I got mean, them? there's
0: what there's there's three per class. So the druids have four. Is that right? Or what? We, yeah. yeah yeah thirty-four total.
1: And there's two for so. demon hunters.
2: Oh, and demon hunters. I forgot about them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. That is a lot. That's a lot of uh, individual spec story, not even class story, right? I mean, it'd be a, yeah. probably a lot of work if we were just doing it. You know, one one per class, but when you're talking about one per spec, yeah, that that is a big deal. On top it of all, it does seem
2: like there's there's a few things. Just when you're questing out in the world, there's extra quests that are kind of optional that you can do for other specs. Mm-hmm. You know, weapons. Like there's one for the whoever what the Toran's name is that had the survival artifact weapon, and like That's there's like, some yeah. special uh, scenario you can do with him.
1: That was really fun. You you, you yeah. play as him? Is that the one you're talking about? Yep. Yeah, And you're just like a total badass, like going around and <laughs> just sweeping everyone, like, like you know, uh, at and the that's start not of just uh, for survival. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm and not it, sure if there's anything like that for marksmanship, though. I haven't seen anything yet. But yeah, anyway. I mean,
2: all the horde stuff is based around Sylvanas, so oh, okay. So there's a lot of stuff for it if you're horde. I don't know if there
0: is if you're uh, alliance. That'd be kind of cool if you could play a Sylvanas for a little bit. If they did some scenario like that, that would be kind of fun. Hmm. But so, and Beast Mastery still not enabled at this point in time, right? They haven't right. They haven't finished that one, so it's just marksmanship and, and survival. So, yeah, we'll talk about marksmanship uh, today. I, I did want to talk about the transmog changes that are coming in Legion, because um, there are some implications for for hunters specifically. Some things to people um, to, to keep in mind. There And we haven't really addressed it yet. And there are actually, overall, also some pretty good changes um, coming to Transmog. We know we've got a lot of people out there that are collecting sets and like to do that. And, you know, as, as things wind down, this is probably, a, you know, time in the expansion where people looking for things to do and running around collecting Transmog gear is 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 one of them. So I thought we could just maybe talk about uh, some of the things they're doing there, which most people know uh, we're going to get a wardrobe collection tab for all of the Transmog gear so we don't need to keep the items anymore which that in and of itself I mean if that if that's all they had done that would have made me pretty happy <laughs> they could have left it at that and done nothing else and i would have said you know that mm-hmm. it would have been a big win in my book i mean i think i have at least 45 slots in my bag are just gear that i've collected from from this expansion
1: alone yeah exactly it's i don't know what i'm going to do with all my 30 slot bags because all my <laughs> gear's going to be gone in the bank and everything,
0: I, you know. I don't know. The, the, I, I'm worried. Well, you've. I don't know if you've seen it so far, but I mean, in Warlords, they did a lot of things to free up inventory. They gave bigger stack sizes and things like that. But I, I still had. Isu- I had more. It felt like I had more issues with my inventory this time around than I did in, in Mists of Pandaria. So I wouldn't be surprised if well, find- it was a
1: temporary fix for me. Like when it, when Warlords first started, I had I had a bunch of free slots. So I had like eighty mm-hmm. free slots across my bank and inventory. And then, but then, yeah, it slowly eroded away to now have five slots, so <laughs> there's just no room. But yeah, this should this should solve all of that. Like, I don't yeah. need bag space. <sighs> I don't know what else you're going to put in there because you have the Regent Bank and all that stuff. So
0: exactly, yeah, the Regent Bank, and then and then the Void Storage. I mean, that's pretty much all anyone I would assume use Void Storage for was to, to store the Transmog gear. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I'm going to put in there now maybe some of the holiday gift items. Yeah, I feel like this there's, there's an abundance of space um
1: coming my way.
2: Yeah, I haven't looked at all is void storage still in the game.
1: I think so, yeah. I I just I don't understand the point of it now though. Cuz you put gear in there and it loses all of its enchants and everything, so Yeah,
0: right. And I'm wondering is it, are you automatically going to will you be given the option to keep the gear or will you automatically I'm pretty sure. No, you can way, keep it.
1: Yeah, uh, I think all of your existing gear, it'll just get unlocked into your into your wardrobe, mm-hmm. and you can do whatever you want with it.
2: Yeah, right. Because just by having it, you unlock it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like you know put it into the tab or anything.
0: Because now that we have those time walking dungeons, I mean, there there's some of your tier gear you might want to keep on, t- might hang on to those set pieces just to have some fun and use yeah, those set sure. bonuses and some of the trinkets and things like that, you know, just so there's some things that it just may be worthwhile to actually have, uh, the, the piece of gear on hand. Um, I was trying to think of a couple of other cool things. It said it was going to be all, everything was gonna be account wide too, which, which I, I love that idea. So, you know, if all you do is play hunters,
1: all your hunters now will have access to right. all the gear. And they also clarified that this also applies to challenge mode stuff. So, if you have the challenge mode armor, all of your hunters will be able to Mm -hmm. wear it. And if you, if you did the challenge mode weapons, you'll actually unlock all of the weapons for any class. Oh, that's very
0: nice. That's Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's they mentioned that they go to keep track of what you have, obviously, and in and, and some of the items that you may be missing, although I mean I can't I mean there's just I don't know how what they'll classify as missing. I mean there's just so much gear and things you could get in the game. I just don't it just seems like that would be Well
1: for each slot in the in the wardrobe it'll say like you have you have collected like eighty five out of four hundred like <laughs> chess pieces or something.
0: Uh huh.
1: So I think they'll I have a feeling they're going to add, like, achievements for, like, collect every single male chess piece. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And I think that I, I saw somewhere, I think they mentioned at uh, BlizzCon that all the past quest rewards that you'd ever earned will be returned back to you as well. That they'll,
1: they'll... Even the stuff you didn't, you
0: never originally picked as a reward. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So anything that was offered as a reward for, for those quests will, will begin, which is great because... Um, I forget the name of the piece, but there's that eye patch that you got as a reward. Um yeah. there's a question in Burning Crusade and I'm pretty sure I vendored it on
1: most of my tunes, if not all of them. Yeah, you vendored it like nine years ago. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but it's looks very cool. And I, I see you 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 know, you've posted some of your sets with it on. It's like oh, I really want that. <laughs> and so, yeah. so I'm l so i am I think that piece in and of itself, I look really I very much look forward to, to getting that that back. And I think they also said they'll be able to transmog weapon enchants, shirts, and tabards as well, which is kind of nice.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm hoping um, that they, they open up those weapon enchants, like the visuals, to hunter weapons. Yeah. Yeah, that would
0: be nice. Certainly, obviously, the uh, survival hunter weapon, the, the melee weapon,
1: shouldn't be an issue, I wouldn't think. But Okay, sorry, um, I meant real hunter weapons. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, we're just trying to embrace the change a little bit okay. here, You know, the fact that we're melee. But, yes, I agree. It'd be kind of nice to have an effect on a gun, our gun. And then, yeah, and if they could do it for crossbows and bows, that would be nice too, <laughs> not mandatory. Um, I guess there is one downside to this, though, and I, I read the article over at uh, Blizzard Watch, which just talked about armor changes in general, which was going to, I think, impact potential uh, transmog sets that hunters may have been uh, building. Um, other classes are impacted by this, but but correct me if I'm wrong. Are, are we going to now be wearing mail armor from the start? Is that is that the way I understand? Did I understand that correctly now?
1: Right. We don't yeah. start with leather anymore; just yeah. mail from the start. Right.
0: Which means I think they're converting some of those leather pieces. So I'm trying to understand. So I, I guess the issue is, and, and same thing with warriors and paladins they're no longer going to start off wearing male armor. They're going to be wearing plate armor. So some of these pieces, I believe that were male pieces, correct, are going to be converted over to plate. Yeah. If I understand it. Right. So if there there may be some, I guess, <clears throat> male pieces that you may have had in a set that are going to get converted to plate is that that's, that's the, 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 sort of the bottom line here. And I don't really not familiar with which, which pieces those are, or what kind of sets or how, um, Hunters may have been piecing those together. How creative folks might have been using those, but it is sounds like you might be having some of our sets, Transmog sets, if you will, getting broken up (laughs) as a result of this change.
1: Yeah. Anything, any mail pieces that you had that you use for Transmog that are under level forty, theoretically, are changing to plate. So, who knows? I don't know. I'm hoping that Blizzard will have some kind of solution for that, right? Because I don't think they're. it's not something they usually do—is take something away from people, stuff they've earned. So I don't know how they'll handle. It. Maybe they'll ha- they'll these items will be flagged as like a special case that male users could still transmog them, or maybe they add replacements somewhere that you can get. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would be nice. I, I, I think I imagine these are probably any, any, like I say, level, level under. Uh, pieces that are under level 40 and probably have strength on them are what's, what's getting changed right. over. Yeah. And I don't know how many male pieces are. That's out true. That's high true. High if agility. it's male,
1: if it's male and it's under 40 and it has, uh, agility and intellect, I guess it would stay mm-hmm. or, yeah, yeah, I guess it would I, just stay as it is.
0: I, I would think so. I mean, I, I don't think shaman have that same restriction. They just start with male, right? They don't, they don't start off with leather.
1: I don't even I don't remember. know no <laughs> i mean they
0: they had they had uh leather
1: as well, did so they okay, okay, I wasn't sure, so it's <laughs> strength mail that's the only issue yeah. <laughs> is there even any strength mail anymore
2: Just there is the for below forty yeah
1: yeah mail, I think no, yeah, like right now yeah who who would wear it? warriors and paladins oh oh i see because they are so are they changing warriors and paladins to use plate from uh, yes 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 they're
0: just they're just sort of normalizing that across across the board for all the for all the classes so yeah that makes more sense (laughs) so we won't start off with leather and so i mean this change impacts other classes too i imagine rogues potentially would be could be impacted by this if they were collecting some of these leather pieces that'll get converted to mail and some of those mail pieces getting converted Uh to plates
1: I don't think any leather is being converted to mail. I think it's just plate going to mail, or I mean, mail going to plate. Mail going to plate, yeah. <laughs> so what I would think they? There, would, yeah. I mean, would they be introducing a new set of gear
0: for us to get as quest rewards then, as we level up? Or I guess so. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, so many people like I just use like um, be away gear if I need to create a new tune. So I don't even think about okay. it much. <laughs> So it doesn't really matter as much. <clears throat> so, I mean, this does seem to be a
2: common thread, though, with the they're trying to simplify things, but it messes up new players quite a lot. It's not going to matter to any of us, probably to anyone listening. But to yeah. a new player
0: coming in, I hope they still have something worth doing. Yeah. And BM eager in the, the chat room is saying he's saying no leather is as far as he knows, no leather is being converted. This such so just mail going to plate. So it only screws the hunters and the shamans. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't. And I imagine, you know, <clears throat> some of the collectors, there may even be some like full mail sets that are just going to become plate and you're just not going to be able to to wear them at all. So we'll see how that all shakes out. But overall, I think the uh, transmog changes coming in Legion are pretty awesome. And that's pretty, pretty good stuff. It's really going to free up your inventory and just making, taking kind of the next step, right? You'll probably I'll probably spend more time collecting pieces now, especially if I can see, have a better visual of what's out there, what's not, you know. <clears throat> might be willing to pay more attention to it and know that it's not going to blow my inventory to go out there and track some of this stuff down. Mm-hmm. And the account wide stuff would be nice too. Cause I'm sure I have some pieces on other hunters that I don't have on my main tune and you know, that'll <clears throat> just save some time there. Cool. Well, why don't we talk about marksmanship then in, in, in Legion? Cause I don't think we've, 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 Touched on everything, but I thought maybe we could just sort of focus on how that's starting to shape up and and get you guys thoughts on that since you've had some first-hand experience uh, with the changes uh, right now. So just general impressions. I'll start with you, Delirium. General impressions of marksmanship so far in the alpha? Yeah,
2: it's, as many hunter (laughs) specs have been through the ages, incredibly overpowered for leveling. Uh, You know, there's not much within 10 levels of you that you can't take down unless you just happen to pull you know 500 mobs as you're running by um you know the focus is instead of on you know pet tanking you're kiting the whole time but you have plenty of tools to deal with that as long as you uh can manage the number of mobs you have so yeah i had a lot of fun leveling with it um certainly some questions still for end com uh max level content how it's going to feel with raiding um Mm -hmm. i think they have a neat idea with the hunter's mark we, and we'll get into this in a minute i assume but the hunter's mark to vulnerabilities um stacks i think that's a neat idea it'll be fun if they tune it well and it'll be really boring if they tune it poorly so we'll just have to kind of wait and see what what their vision is for it
0: yeah and how about you bendek what do you think about marksmanship so far
1: I mean, yeah, I like it. It's I like it more than survival so far. So, which is saying a lot since it doesn't have a pet, and I'm I kind of enjoy the pet. So, I mean, yeah, like even though you don't have a pet, you you still have that like that Dark Ranger talent, and mm-hmm. that's that keeps a, a pet summon for you like at least half of the time, if not more, because it's it has a pretty high chance to proc, and there's lots of tools to kite. It's. I didn't have any problem at all, like staying alive. The only thing I had a problem with was, I mean, you still get hit by range attacks because you're not. You're there's always not a pet tanking for you, but it's really it's you do have a a heal now. The exhilaration, it's a baseline heal. The only problem is it's two minute cooldown. So I just feel like if they added um, a replacement for what we had with kill shot, when you use kill shot, you get a little heal. I feel Mm -hmm. like I think we need something like that, just like a little maintenance heal, because it's just unless their intention is for, you know, they want people's eating again, because I've I've been doing that a a fair amount. I don't know about you, Delirium, but I've actually been sitting to eat sometimes.
2: Yeah, especially the first few
0: levels when I was
1: getting used
2: to
0: it. A lot of stopping to eat. And you have to do a lot more kiting since you don't have a pet now, or you just sort of stand there and shoot and yeah you know as I, into, I mean what's the approach I, been
2: the the more i get into it the more i realize i don't actually have to kite most of the things that i was mm-hmm. kiting um you can just sit there and face tank it for the most part unless you're doing you on know, a rare elite you're not going to take that much damage from one or two mobs uh there are a few that'll get you but i think for the most part while leveling it wasn't really an issue unless you really like going out and searching for the rares you know searching are things that are they have a lot of uh rares that are six eye levels higher than you or stay one ten regardless of where you're scaled to. Uh and so those were kind of fun to try out and see what you could do. And in that case you has you have to kite you can't uh pull it off just face tanking. But I think there's for the most part, if you don't want to run around you can just sit there and take it and then eat once you kill it.
1: Yeah. And and also I found it's I just start all of my fights at like 40 yards and then Mm -hmm. I was using exotic munitions because it's a level 45 talent now and it's, it's, you know, it's, which is a lot better place for it, I think. And with the frost ammo and then they're dead by the time they get to you most of the time. Of course I feel like I'm cheating with this headshot talent though.
2: Right. Yeah. I've (laughs) seen several people make that comment.
1: So maybe it's not, maybe it is a little tougher. Which once you take, once they tone down headshot, cause I don't think it's supposed to be that powerful. I hope it is, but I'm just not going to count <laughs> on it. It's one of the talents. I think it's level 75.
0: Yeah. It looks like a level 75 talent. Yeah. So it's, uh, <clears throat> what? Oh, it's this is the one. like,
1: yeah, go it's ahead. It's kind of like an instant power shot. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's basically what it powerful. is. Yeah. And it does, it, does a lot of damage let's just say that
2: right so most mobs at this point i assume it'll be tuned down but at this point most mobs it will one shot or at worst you might have to pre-cast an aimed shot and then you can have an m shot and the headshot going off at the same time and that'll kill
0: just about anything right and mechanically headshot works a little different than than what we're used to i mean it's an instant cast has a 10 second cooldown but the damage is based on the amount of focus you have. Is that right? So, I mean, the more higher your focus, the more damage that this shot is going to do.
1: Um, right now it doesn't work like that, but I'm, okay, I'm guessing yeah. that's the intention.
2: I think I mean, right now it is it is kind of acting like that, just not enough for most people to notice. So, on average, it does more damage that when you have full focus than if you have twenty focus, but not enough that you're going to care. So, you're just going to use it whenever you want, especially
0: right. while leveling. Now, how much?
2: Anything you have?
0: How now? Does it just consume the focus that you have? I mean, when you look at the description, it it just says you know the cost being twenty to one hundred focus. I assume we give one hundred focus. It's going to do a lot of damage, but boom! It's just going to use all your focus (laughs) to fire.
2: Yeah, and depending on what talent you have, you're you're getting ten to twenty focus per second, or ten to fifteen. Right. Focus per second. So it's not I mean, cast one arcane shot after that and you're you have enough focus to cast whatever else you want to. Running out is not a problem. <laughs> Capping is a much bigger problem.
0: Is it? Is it okay. Well that's certainly one way to dump it all, isn't it? But uh <clears throat> be interesting to see how that plays out. Um in terms of if is there like a sort of a sweet spot with which you wanna in terms of the focus you wanna have to to cast it um, versus just, you know, firing it wherever you're at on cooldown. I don't know. It's just just sort of a different way of approaching an ability than what we're used to. (laughs) And Yeah, uh,
2: it'll be interesting once they finish all the tuning to see where that hits. I think Uh, someone mentioned in our chat uh, unnamed sources at Blizzard (laughs) said that uh, they weren't planning on tuning that until they'd finished tuning the core abilities. So we really want to see what headshots intended to be for
0: quite a while. But what are some of the other, other things, too? What we, we were you talking about before? You were talking about, was it the marked shot the, as well? That mechanic? I mean, I, I, survival, other than the lack of a pet, just or not survival, I mean, marksmanship, I should say, other than the fact that it doesn't use a pet, they seem to have changed this quite a bit. I, I mean, does it feel like the... The current marksmanship, or is it, or is it feeling much, much different?
2: Right. Yeah. So I think it has absolutely nothing in common with the current marksmanship. Um, I mean, they're both using ranged weapons, physical damage. That's about the extent of it.
1: The core the same shot. Yeah, it's the only common thing. Mm-hmm.
2: And that even doesn't feel the same anymore. But the the kind of core mechanic that you're working with is so arcane shot has a chance. We think it's a little less than 50%, but I don't know if anybody's seen it in any of the data mining. But it has a chance to proc Hunter's Mark. Once Hunter's Mark is on a target, you can cast a marked shot on it. Casting a marked shot will create a vulnerability stack on that target. Uh, And the vulnerability stack, each stack increases the damage of your aimed shot by 25%. You can have up to three stacks. So you're kind of... The basic function is you want to build stacks by casting mm-hmm. arcane and then mark shot until you have three stacks, and then dump all your focus with aim shot, rinse and repeat. That I mean, it's it's a little more complicated than that, depending on which talents you pick and other things. But right. that's the basics of it. And uh, you know, so there's no more. Everything fits around this nine second chimera shot. Um, so, you know, there's none of that.
1: Yeah, yeah it's really not. It's really not a sig- a signature. Yeah, it's it's quite a bit different. It's hard. It's hard to. It's it's kind of. I mean, it works. It's just it's kind of weird. Still, I'm just getting used to it. You know,
2: I've seen several of the bigger names. Um, I think Bellular Gaming, who remains a hunter as far as I know, but does all sorts of WoW reviews on YouTube, was talking about it feeling kind of boring because when he was testing it on the. Uh, target dummies he just he never lost his three hmm. stacks of vulnerability he could keep that up 100 percent of the time but just looking through a lot of logs of the raid testing it doesn't look like pretty much anybody's been able to do that in a raid environment you know you're not able to keep up three stacks all the time right yeah. um uh, or you know, that could be partly a product of it being a new spec and people not knowing how to play it well but for the most part nobody was able to keep up uh, three stacks so there are going to be some interesting decisions i think there's also this issue of what to do, you know. So arcane shot not only what procs hunters mark, but also gives you focus. Um, so you need to decide whether it's worth trying to proc another um, hunters mark, or mm-hmm. if you want to dump some focus with arcane or a, or with a aim shot or a talent. So I think there's going to be some interesting choices going on, some fun theory crafting to do.
0: Yeah, and where do you think Black Arrow and Lock and Load? From? fall into this i mean uh, they i mean black arrow is a 15 level 15 talent whereas lock and load's level 100 talent but obviously those are the carryovers from the old uh survival uh you know it, and i think in an attempt to kind of appeal to those people who liked the survival spec and have it feel like they you know they can still find that somewhere um in the hunter toolkit have you played around with those at all have they 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 seem to fit in Yeah, I lock
2: and load is it does kind of feel like survival lock and load on a extreme Mm -hmm. ability. So if it happens to proc while you've got three stacks of vulnerability, it feels awesome. It's fun, Mm -hmm. but it's just this kind of total RNG, total crapshoot. Who knows when it's going to proc or if it'll be useful at that point. And sometimes you'll go forever without a proc. I mean, a minute maybe without a proc it's not mm-hmm. fun to do in that case i do like black arrow it's i i have trouble thinking it's going to be a uh, a really great ability cuz it's kind of yeah. easier um it's a it's an easy thing to use as you're focused on you know so you can have up to 3 stacks of black arrow now yeah. on one target or on i don't know if it's total Bendak, do you know? is can you spread it out on 3 targets
1: you can spread it yeah
2: Okay. So, three stacks on, however, you spread it out. Yeah. Um yeah. so you can kind of weave it in between. So if you need to do, you know, arcane arcane mark shot, now you've got one stack, but you've got too much focus so you can cast mm-hmm. your black arrow and then go back to arcane arcane yeah. mark shot black arrow while you're trying to build up your stacks of uh stacks of uh whatever that is,
0: vulnerability. Vulnerability. Yeah. And and it should be noted too that black arrow has no interaction no bearing on lock and load like right right. like you see now Mm that the the lock and load talent is propped by uh auto shots i believe yeah auto attacks Um, so right
2: now the way it's tuned and i have no idea if this was how it will be in the end but uh black arrow one cast of it is significantly weaker than a marked shot um, so really, unless you're capping there's no reason to use it mm-hmm. I mean unless you're gonna just have wasted focus otherwise um and it's significantly less powerful, like a huge amount less powerful than a aimed shot once you have stacks of vulnerability, so it's kind of hard to tell where it's gonna fit into the rotation and if it will
0: and then what about this other seventy level seventy five talent heightened uh vulnerability? Which basically says your next mark shot applies three stacks of vulnerability to all marked targets, and it's a, it's a it's an ability. It's an instant cast with a twenty second cooldown,
1: and yeah, it competes. It competes like, with headshot. Mm, to me, it looks like a nice you know target switching talent, so you you don't have to build up those stacks, or not even target switching, but also just like what Delirium was talking about the logs he's looking at. People weren't able to keep those stacks up, but with this thing. You can always automatically get your three stacks back up if you accidentally drop them or something like that. And it's it's only a twenty second cooldown and it's you know, it costs nothing. You just put it up there and the buff stays there. You you know, you could use it f- you could not use it for a minute, and it would still be up there. So Yeah. It's uh it's interesting. Like right now it, it I can't compete with headshot right now, but
2: <laughs> I, I think in in raids this is going to be the go-to talent um having to stay on one target as much as uh we might want to just you mm-hmm. know, spam one target it's just not useful uh heightened vulnerability is a great talent for switching targets and for making sure you know especially early on in the uh, expansion making sure you have all that up it's a 20 second cooldown right mm-hmm. i don't have it in front yeah, of me. 20,
0: yeah 20 second cooldown on that one yes
2: yeah which is just i don't know that's Makes everything very easy. Um, yeah, I uh, It's hard to imagine that won't be the kind of main talent in that tier. Yeah, target Unless switching. Shot, right. Yeah, yeah. target switching. Target switching.
1: It'll. If you screw up, you'll be able to recover. Mm-hmm. And also for opening too, like you can open yeah. with your full stacks. Cool.
0: And then the other talent on that level seventy five tier is called light them up. I mean, it's it's just I I don't. And the description is targets affected by your flare take 10% extra damage from all of your attacks. I mean, uh, it's interesting. I just never envisioned really f- using flare as part of the uh,
1: DPS rotation. <laughs> In my opinion, like, I don't like that talent and I don't yeah. think it'll survive the beta, but I just, it's, I don't know. What do you think, Delirium?
2: Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> <It seems laughs> Did you like know it existed? It, I mean, it, it would it... fit in the uh, PvP yeah. talent tree. Not sure right? what it's doing over here,
0: but well, that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, it, it's it sounds like it'd be something that might have some value in PvP, but it doesn't need to be here, right? You know, for for this is this is really a PVE uh, set of skills. So I don't know. I agree. This feels like a a, a placeholder, if you will, just something that would probably get. No one, I I can't imagine any scenario where you would actually take it. So, I mean, it would just be probably just worthwhile to drop it and have them come up with something else. I don't, yeah, I agree with you, Bendick. I don't think this is, this is going to make it to live at all. But it's, it's, you know, but it was, it was curious, especially when, when you look at the other two options there, it just doesn't, doesn't seem to compete at all.
1: I mean, once it's all. Theory crafted up. Maybe it'll be the best DPS, but I hope it's not.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, how long does the flare? I don't know how long the flare lasts on the ground. I don't. You can really... leave it
2: up a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, isn't it uh twenty seconds
1: on a twenty second cooldown? Yeah, and something um, like that. I I think if they left that, they would have to increase the range because isn't it um a lower range? Um, you'd have to run towards the target to cast it.
0: Oh yeah, it might be. I don't know. If I remember correctly, it's like a twenty yard or a fifteen yard mm-hmm. uh, range, and that would suck yeah. to have to move up yeah. to them.
1: <laughs> I'm just not a fan of that type of maintenance type talent. I don't know. I Maybe mean, some people might be. I'm just. It's not. Yeah, I just don't
2: thing. trust my tanks to hold still.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, it, it. It relies on the target kind of being kept in one spot. You assume it's going to be be a boss, and then it's it's. Kind of kludgy, too. I mean, you know, you've got to, you've got to kind of place it. It's not like a, a shot or just a simple ability that you can just fire at the target. So, you know, you've got to spend a little bit of time uh futzing around with that. So, yeah, I don't, I, I, like I said, I don't think that's going to make that make it through, but it's an interesting, interesting concept, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, there's some other talents up here, too. Maybe we just sort of just, I mean, level 15 we saw had black arrow. There was steady focus. Um, And then true aim was the, was the other one. I don't think that's, I think that this tree's more or less stayed intact. I think from from earlier shows that we've talked about. Right. But is there a clear winner here? I mean, steady focus, although you said you're having issues capping focus, so it doesn't sound like that would be necessary to take that at all.
2: Yeah. I think in a single target fight where you, you know, you can just plant your feet and focus on your rotation. Steady focus is nice. Uh, you can get a lot out of it. It's just that initial point where you're trying to build up the three stacks of vulnerability where you run into trouble. After that, it's nice to be able to cast two arcane mm-hmm. shots and then spam aimed for a while. Right.
0: <clears throat> and the true aim is 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 I like the I like the this one seems kind of neat too. For every successive arcane marked or aim shot used to attack the same target, those shots deal two percent more damage to the target, stacking up to twenty times and can only affect one target at a time. So I assume as soon as you switch a target. And you, when you have that, you lose whatever stacks are on the previous target. It'll start
1: building up stacks um, on whatever your
0: current target is.
1: Yeah, I, I think the stacks last three seconds. So if you don't refresh mm-hmm. it, you lose your stacks. So, you know, if you're casting an um, another talent or something like Black Arrow or Headshot, you know, you've got to be really quick getting back to another shot that will refresh that. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. But it just seems like if there was ever incentive to just sit on a single target for a period of time, this 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 is it. <laughs> this is the I'm going to kill the boss talent, and let everyone else deal with the ads talent. Although I don't know how much you know arcane marked or aimed. You know I don't know where, how often you're not uh, you're you're not going to be
1: spamming those necessarily either. But still. It's, it's, it's kind of, i find it pretty spammy it's just mm-hmm. uh I, I find it's easy to get carried away with the arcane, arcane shot spam like you're just hitting mm-hmm. it and hitting it and then all of a sudden you have a mark shot proc but you're hitting arcane shot again because you didn't think you'd had a proc and it's just it's, it's something to get used to i guess i think it's yeah. partially the f- like the travel time
2: right the flight on arcane yeah. means yeah. if you're at max distance you've got about a second before the uh hunter's mark proc shows up which can be frustrating same thing like you uh, if you switch from an arcane and start casting a uh aimed shot you know you're almost done with your cast and you realize oh i actually got that hunter's mark should have been casting a marked shot right now (laughs) it
0: can be a little frustrating and and with the arcane shot as the focus regen do you feel like it's giving a a lot of control over managing focus at this point i mean it's just an instant ability there's no no cooldown to it so you can just hit it whenever you want
2: no it's still the vast majority of your focus is coming from your uh base focus regen per second
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i find most of the time when i'm casting arcane shot or spamming it i'm spamming it because i want a proc not because i want focus right right the hunter yeah so proc.
2: arcane's five or ten if you get a crit with the mm-hmm. artifact um you know so that's a you get 10 per second anyways. So at best you're doubling it, but you're usually you're getting, you know, 50% more focus, a little less actually, because you've got haste also.
1: Uh, so also, Donovan, also look, should be noted that, um, the focus pool has been reduced back to 100 for marksmanship.
0: Oh, it has. So there's no more, what is it? 120 now, or are we at 110? I yeah, we're at can't.
1: 120 on live. Twenty. It, uh, it doesn't really affect things too much. Like, I guide it. I didn't notice until someone else mentioned it. I'm like, oh.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's really just focus isn't a huge part of the game right now. It's there. It's part of it, but it's not as big as the order that you're doing things.
0: Yeah. So at level 30, the talent trees, are. these are all sort of movement uh, enhancing abilities. There was post haste, which I guess is a, after you disengage, you, you can get freeze you from all movement and pairing effects, increases your movement speed by 60%. I mean, that that's always handy. Far Strider, whenever your attacks cause a critical strike, there's a chance the cooldown of disengage will be reduced by, by
1: 10%. That's a useless talent in my experience.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never really felt like there are very few instances where I've used disengage and felt like I was, you know,
1: okay, in a bind, in, in a bind waiting. Yeah
0: waiting for it to come back off cooldown so I can use it again but it might what were you turn out
1: saying? yeah it might turn out that this is good combined with kill flip which we'll get to later but when I tried it out it w- it just wasn't happening that much or even mm-hmm. an, I don't even know if it was working to be honest but it did, even just looking at it I'm kind of like well reduces the the cooldown of disengage by 10% um like well, what is that like 2 seconds or something like mm-hmm. that I mean yeah. You'd have to get a lot of procs in a disengaged cooldown for that to even be noticeable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and then the dash talent just increases the duration of aspect of the cheetah for three seconds. Again, I don't, I don't, that just seems kind of useless
1: as well. I mean, it just seems like post haste would be the maybe, the, maybe the clear winner here. Right, that yeah, three seconds, it, it adds three seconds to the, the sprint and the after, okay the after speed. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, some other sad news: um, aspect of the cheetah is now a three-minute cooldown. Yeah, Exactly.
0: <laughs> <sighs> and do all the aspects are they on a shared cooldown now as well,
1: or are, uh, there, are they independent? That's, that's, that's the only. The other aspects are different. Like there's like okay. a BM one that's a cool like a actual DPS cooldown, right? I think. Yeah, that's there's no like aspect of the pack anymore. So yeah, which is fine. And then never, and always that caused that that ability
0: caused more trouble than it was. I, I don't even pop it anymore. <clears throat> I stopped using it
1: long ago, <laughs> at least in raids. Yeah, post tastes I, I use that all the time right now. It's just really handy for kiting.
0: So at level forty five, they have piercing shots, which is the the bleed. Ability, which marks kind of used to have exotic munitions, which you said you were using for leveling interesting and then broadside, which was aim shot will hit all vulnerable targets for 100% physical damage, which seems like a pretty cool ability.
2: Yeah, broadside. It sounds better than it works out in practice because your marked shot also is hitting those targets Um and marked shots doing what to uh, uh, 350% weapon damage. So there's not until you get to just tons and tons of ads there's not a mm-hmm. point where you're uh, doing better off with uh, broadside than you would just spam, uh, you know hitting arcanes and marked shots or multi yeah you know, in between multi shot you can yeah. weave it with uh, marked shots so i think broadside it needs a buff to make it really worthwhile or it could they could make it so it uh works with vulnerability or the vulnerable whatever you uh, call it, that 75% buff you get. It needs something to make it worth using. That's my point of all that babbling.
0: Understood. So let's do this. Let's rather than go through all the rest of these, maybe we can just highlight one or two that are interesting and then we can move on and talk about the, the artifact weapon, because unlike most weeks, we are on a, on on a schedule here and we are running out of time pretty, pretty fast. Um, just looking, we know volley, volley is back. I mean, is that how does that compare with barrage or or murderer crows? I mean, a lot of people are excited to get volley back. Yeah,
2: I haven't well, tried it at all. I don't know if you have been. It down, doesn't but... work
1: yet. Oh, okay. okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah,
2: so it's not I, as good as barrage or Crows. No, barrage. it, it is works, worth but it
1: does like thirty damage per hit, it's, and it's uh, the graphics don't look finished, so it's hard to say. Okay.
0: So it sounds like that's a that's a work work in progress then. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how that one bears out. And then then the level one hundred, we've sort of talked about lock and load and then kill flip and dark ranger with the where the other two. I mean, I like the idea of Dark Ranger, although it seems to have sort of an undead uh lean to it. You know, it feels be pretty cool if you're an undead hunter, but maybe seems a little odd for for regular hunters. Have you what do what are your thoughts on the Dark Ranger? How's that one looking? I love uh,
2: Sylvanas, so I'm fine with any undead stuff.
1: It's my favorite talent in that tier. Does I'd it?
2: Say. I haven't uh, tried much in the way of dungeons. Does it get in the way on dungeons? The taunting?
1: Yeah, I haven't tried it in, that in dungeons either. And that's that's something that apparently it doesn't turn off in dungeons. So okay. it's a big problem for dungeons. Because these things auto taunt.
0: Mm.
2: Right, and since you don't have a pet bar for them... You mm-hmm. can't. You have no control over what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if they just said it. So, like, if you're inside a dungeon, they don't taunt or something. Yeah, like that, that would be good. Yeah.
0: And then kill flip was the one where after you disengage, uh, you did 50 percent more damage for eight seconds, which seems crazy. <laughs> yeah, that one's silly.
1: Yeah, it's silly, and it doesn't work yet either. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like it has the uh, potential to be a little bit too powerful, anyway. Perhaps so. Who knows? Maybe. It'll get nerfed before we or 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 another one that may maybe will get on the chopping block too and get replaced with something else we'll have to see but but let's move on and talk about the artifact weapon and and some of the traits here with, um for for marksmanship i know delirium you were you were looking at you and I were talking about that earlier, and you were sort of wanted to maybe approach this by looking at some of the traits and the abilities that they they affect
2: right yeah, so the the artifact weapon is kind of set up to make it look, I think, a little more complicated than it actually is. <laughs> In the end, these do kind of work a lot like Draenor perks did. Basically, they're just improving certain abilities. I think we have, what, two or three new, completely new abilities from them, um, but they're not necessarily things you're going to be using anyways. I guess Windburst is and, is the only thing you actually could like put on your bars and use. Um, but for the most part, I think we, you know, we have a lot of improvements to abilities we already have, or will have by the time we start Drainor or 7.0 pre-patch.
0: Yeah. And of course, unlike the, the, the Draenor perks, which you just, well, I mean, I guess you, you, just, you got them as, as you leveled and kind of, did they, did they say I, I haven't leveled in so long. I remember it was kind of random order. Yeah. Did they, it was every uh, finish
2: levels and you got a random one, one yeah. of five.
0: And I don't know if they changed it so you, so they put them in a specific order. Not that it, not that it mattered too much, but but anyway, the point is the difference between with the artifact weapons is, of course, you're going to have like a a tree, an artifact like a skill tree, and you're going to have to right. ch- pick and choose your path to to get to whatever the the major ability is that you want. <laughs> you're going to have to try and find the, the easiest path to get there and get things in a specific order. Which of course right. will mean, getting things you probably could care less about, couldn't care less yeah. about,
2: I should say. But I think in the end you're going to be unlocking all of these. It's not you're making choices while leveling, but not for end game. Yeah, by the time you're raiding, you should have. I I think definitely the hardcore raiders will have all of them unlocked. Mm A lot of farming to do though. Mm We want to jump into a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you pick out a couple that you're. I I, we can quickly go over a few of them. Aimed shot has four different. artifact traits that are affecting it but the basics is you know you're gonna be increasing critical strike damage focus cost will be reduced from 50 to 40 40 uh to 44 sorry and um and you also get a pretty cool on equip ability from the artifact weapon that you get without unlocking it's just automatically there um, it looks like roughly every minute and a half Um, I'm not sure what the actual RPPM is, but you have a chance for uh, six randomly, six uh, what they're calling wind arrows, but they show up in your logs as additional aimed shots, uh, but they show up just right in a row on your target, and they do, I'm pretty sure, 100% weapon damage. So it's basically like six successive really quick uh, auto shots knocking down your target. It's random, but it's kind of fun when it does happen.
0: Hmm. Speaking of knocking down targets. <laughs> oh no. And he said, so it's probably going to be like, a, like I said, the RPPM for that.
2: Yeah. That's what I think from looking at logs. It's hard to tell at this point until I can really get on a training dummy and figure it all out.
1: Right. And so then there's that wind burst, which is the first artifact trait you get. And it's uh, a new, it's the one new shot you can add and it's three second cast costs. No focus. Uh, 45 second cooldown it does 500 percent weapon damage and leaves a trail of wind on the ground and you or people in your group can run through that for a speed boost
2: right so it's actually i don't know why it says 500 on the tooltip it's actually doing roughly 240 to 250 percent weapon damage Mm -hmm. at the moment i don't know if that's you know going to be the final iteration of it or how they're going to uh, balance it. But right now it's really weak compared to aim shot or uh, marked shot. So it, kind of its only place is at the, you know, your pre-pull because it has a super long cast mm-hmm. um, or if you're, and it doesn't cost any focus, so it works okay on the pre-pull. Um, and if, I guess if you need to run somewhere really quick, you might want to cast that a few seconds early. I don't know how much help that's going to be or how much you're going to be able to plan that out, but it doesn't yeah, I don't know rotation as it is
0: yeah that's one of those things that sounds kind of neat and and maybe um, once you get into some of the dungeons or, or the raids and see, see some of the boss encounters you might find some some situational uses for it but yeah i mean a three second cast time wow i mean that that, uh, that just seems a bit long i mean it's that's a, that's a long time but for a casted ability i like i mean for me three seconds i mean i'd almost rather see that be a channeled you know ability when you're going to that duration rather than casting. When you're waiting for the thing to wind up, it just feels like a long time. Whereas if you're channeling something,
1: well at least you feel like you're getting some some benefits out of it right away. Yeah, it's it's like Delirium said, you can't really fit it into your rotation at this mm-hmm. point. It's just kind of a situational thing and I don't even know how many situations there will be for it. Because most of the time you don't need to run up to the run up to the target. Um I mean, I guess your melee can get to the boss faster when you pull. Um I think it'd be cooler if in addition to increasing the speed of your allies, it decreased the speed of your enemies mm-hmm. that are running towards you. I mean that'd be at least some I mean you could use that like, you know, just anywhere, even in PvP. Right. Like lay down a wind burst thing and then the enemies running towards you, they're slowed down. That's pretty cool. It's almost like a really long freezing trap or something, <laughs> or ice trap. But as it stands now, it's kind of, yeah, it's like, use it on the opener and forget about it.
2: Yeah, I think most of these look, they're pretty basic. You know, you get 10% more damage by your marked shot, you get 10% more on your uh, multi-shot. I think they're not very interesting. And we aren't going to have some of these abilities long enough to notice you know, so it's not like we've had these abilities for several expansions and right. Now they're getting buffed. <laughs> they're getting buffed a day after we get them. Yeah, you know, I guess we'll have the pre patch to play with them first. But so a lot of true shot is our big cooldown now. Um and so a lot of these are maybe cool, but they should really just be part of the basic uh mm-hmm. cooldown. Uh rapid killing increases crit uh damage to doing two hundred and fifty percent of your a uh, regular hit which is pretty awesome. I think the value of crit for marksmanship is going to be just insane. Uh, there's several that increases crit damage for aim shot, and I think your arcane shot gets a benefit from crit also doing double the uh, focus return. But for the most part, there's nothing that's going to be affecting your rotation in here. Um, some of the... Oh, where's the one, Bendek, you know, the that uh, works as the execute?
1: Yeah, that's bullseye. It's special, right. yeah special attacks against a target below twenty percent health, grant three percent critical strike buff for six seconds, and it stacks. So.
2: So yeah, right now it's not unlocked yet on the uh, beta or alpha, whatever we're in, uh, or at least you can only get ten levels into the artifact, and we can't get there yet. But uh, that could be cool. Three <laughs> percent crit buff for. I don't know how many... Did they say uh Is there a limit on that?
1: It doesn't say there's a limit. No. <clears throat> so I, I'd imagine you'd just be able to eventually on a boss, you'll get up to 100% crit. Maybe by the time the boss is like 10 or 15% health. So it, that is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, especially for the big bosses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something where you'll notice, notice a difference at the end of a fight there. I like that.
2: <clears throat> and that... You know, I just thought of this just right now, so maybe other people have already been thinking about it. But I wonder if, that you know, right now we kind of snipe our kill shots, like Mm -hmm. look for a target that's below 20 and use it. I wonder if we could do that here where, you know, you look for something and just cast an arcane on it if Mm -hmm. you need to and just build up some stacks during the fight if there are extra Mm ads coming out or something's dying. You want to get that extra buff anytime you can.
1: Yeah, it could be interesting as long as the buff is on you and not on the target.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, right, right.
1: And it, it doesn't necessarily say what
0: it would be. I would, well, who knows? And maybe they would change it to be on on the tar on the target itself in in that sense. But because, as you said, if it is on the hunter and you have these one of these multi ad fights, like I said, you just start cherry picking <laughs> certain targets just to buff your crit and then go back to whatever, like the main target and have this huge crit buff on you. That is something I can yeah, see sounds good to me. people doing, and that is something I can see being taken away real quick. <laughs> so. And then
2: hold your uh, true shot until, you know, right after some ads mm-hmm. you're dying. So you've got that extra, you know, 50% crit chance at that point and get that crit buff or crit damage buff. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: But. So, yeah, I mean, like, the the big abilities here are big traits. You know, also we're going to get one called the Hunter, which Mark shot has a chance to summon a regiment of fallen hunters to rain arrows down upon your foes. That seems kind of neat. Hmm. Be curious to see how that is implemented and what that looks like.
2: Yeah, and that's another one of the not implemented yet talents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look forward to seeing it. I'm hoping, so I think as mages right now have some ability, like maybe their four-piece that it like uh spawns a ghost of heroes from Azeroth and one of them is Sylvanas. They can mm-hmm. and Illyria, I think is another one. So they can spawn two hunters. And I'm really hoping that we can spawn random hunters.
1: That'd be that would Illyria, that, so.
2: that would be awesome. <laughs> I've yeah. been very jealous of the mages taking advantage
0: of our hunters so. Mhm. And then I think the the final one was Whispers of the Past, which while True Shot is active, wind arrows will stream out of your bow every, I guess, one and a half seconds and, and strike any target with your, your Hunter's Mark. So,
2: Yeah, that one's a little broken right now. It's only happening about every three seconds. Mm-hmm. And the whole Hunter's Mark, the idea of it is you only cast it for a second. You know, it's only up for a second, and then you're using Mark Shot to convert it into vulnerabilities. So really, it, you shouldn't have Hunter's Mark up that often. It's not a uh, it's not a buff that you know you want to just keep up on your target. Gotcha. So I don't know how that's going to end up working. Maybe it needs to be both vulnerability or hunter's mark or just vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. I know, but it doesn't really work as is.
0: Well, hopefully there's something for you. Yeah, and you know, remember this is this is all preliminary, right? This is this is just alpha. We're not even in the mm-hmm. in the beta yet. So all of this stuff is is subject to change, and we know a lot of it is going to change. Which kind of why I like this because we always have something cool to talk about <laughs> every other week. Uh, but it looks like we are up against uh, our, our hour here, our time here. So we'll just uh, we'll just close it out for today and say, hey, you have been listening to episode two hundred thirty three of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Blue from the Brew from thebrewhall dot com and the Brew hall on Twitter.
2: I'm Delirium from Thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter.
1: And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter.
0: All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader. And these links will be available in our show notes. If you have a question or a
2: topic you would like us to announce on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod.
0: All right. Stay thirsty, my friends. and Remember to drink your dark blue lager.
1: Keep your eyes on the beast. For Azra.
0: EM, MM, and SB. I can rock out any tree. Never worried about my
1: threat. Cause I've got FD and misdirect. Catching loose mobs in my traps. I never miss.